This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome. We've got Ben Bailey on the show from Cash Cab. That was a fun show, right? Cash Cab. I'm doing some live shows or some shows. I don't need to tell you they're live shows. Maybe I do need to tell you that. Uh, this weekend, I'll be in Traverse City at the Winter Comedy Festival. Then I'm Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on the 21st. Columbus, Ohio, March 5th. Bloomington, Indiana, March 6th and 7th. South Bend on the 8th. Asheville, North Carolina on the 17th. Durham on the 18th. Wilmington, North Carolina on the 20th. New Brunswick, New Jersey on the 22nd of March. Annapolis, Maryland on the 27th, day after my birthday. Thank you. Uh, Richmond, Virginia on the 29th. Then other dates. I'm not going to read all the dates, but I'm going to Hattiesburg, Birmingham, Athens, Georgia, Portland, Maine, Providence, Rhode Island, Hamden, Connecticut, Austin, Texas, and a lot of others coming up soon. Follow me on Twitter, at Todd Berry. And uh, follow Feral Audio also, or go to feralaudio.com. They have a lot of podcasts there. A lot of them. Check them out. And here is Ben Bailey. Ben, you made it. I made it, dude. I didn't think I was going to. I was worried about traffic conditions. Yeah, you called me at like 610. <laughs> and you're like, and I said, where were you? Where are you? And you said, I'm uh I'm about 15 miles from the Holland <laughs> Tunnel. I was like, all right, we're going to be rescheduling. And I'm wrong. I just wrong. got worried. I thought, I, you know, because sometimes I get to the tunnel and there's a half an hour, 20 minutes to a half an hour to get in, sometimes worse. But I just, I don't want to leave you sitting here. No, and you actually were right on time. Like, exa- I literally walked in the door at 7 o'clock. Could have yeah. worked out better. I got to say, I did have the, the lazy part of me was like, oh, maybe we have to cancel this. <laughs> I, you know, if I'd have known that at like four, <laughs> we probably wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Todd's feeling that way, too. This is my hmm. second episode of the uh, of the day, and I am fried. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> did you do another one today? I did, yeah. yeah. Who was over here earlier? Um, this guy, Dave Gorman, the British comic. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's funny. He is Dave Gorman. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, from like he had the, he was he did that thing where he found all the other Dave. Yeah, Gorman's he went around. Right. The, yeah, yeah, I remember him from when we were in uh, Edinburgh. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I'm, no, he's funny. Cool. Is I, he living in New York now? No, he was. He's doing a show. Oh, he's doing okay. a show here. Uh, cool. Yeah. What are you? Uh, so Jer- you come from Jersey every day to do spots? And- uh, I don't come in and do spots mo- that often, as much as I used to. I usually am on the road, or uh, if I'm off and home for a week, I'll just I'll come in like two nights. I'll come in like a Thursday and a Saturday, and just pack pack a bunch of spots. And I think last time I saw oh, you, yeah, I was right? doing like yeah. six spots at night. And- you were doing six, and then you had the thing where like one ran late, and it caused the whole house of cards to topple. It did. Yeah, it sucked. And I took the I took the heat for it, <laughs> when really it wasn't my fault. But I know it's kind of hard to not. Sometimes you just go, yeah, you know, you're right. I, yeah, I just let fault. it go, exactly, or let it go. You don't have to be like pathetic, but because yeah. then you're always worried. You're always, am I going to get banned from this club? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how that they still try to like hold that over your head, like that. You know, you need us, we don't need you. What's the <laughs> yeah? What's the, uh, they're kind of right, though, I guess. I guess they are, yeah. There's always someone who will fill our spots. Although, Depends on the club, though, too. You could, you could have, you know, more clout with uh, with a lesser club, I guess. Yeah. How many, what's the most you've ever done in a night? Uh, the most spots in a night, I think, is 11. 11? I think I did 11 spots, yeah. I wonder if that's the, I was trying to think who has the world record. I thought maybe Rogel. Rogel uh, used to do a ton of spots. I don't know. Does he still do that many? I don't know. But didn't he? I mean, I thought like nine. Didn't or maybe Fitzsimmons? I don't know. 
one of those guys. I thought it was like nine, but I guess nine doesn't sound like a lot now that I'm thinking. So you did 11? In the- I've done 11. I did, uh, <laughs> I did, I think I did four at the cellar, three at Gotham, three at the strip, and, and, uh, yeah, what's Maybe the... it was two at the strip and two at stand up. Oh my god, I can't remember. I was doing four. It was at four different clubs, and like it's ridiculous. Like, but at, at that point, I was like, I need to make all the money I can. I mean, that is what, what that is what's intoxicating about it. Yeah, that and I kind of got hooked on like running around. Did you really racing from one club to the next and just running in the door and doing a set and and running out? Anytime I have more than three, I'm like, oh, this is how to not make a fun job. <laughs> This is how to make a fun job not fun, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I kind of liked it. I, how many you know. did you... Yeah, I used to get off on... Uh, not get off, but yeah, I used to get off. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I said I got I got off big time. <laughs> fucking have an orgasm when I could do five sets without taking one taxi. Oh, right, yeah. That's like... Uh, you remember... Oh, you know what? Maybe the old Boston was in there. Oh, yeah. That's now easy. Now that you say that. Yeah, like the old Boston and the old Gotham. Boston Comedy Club around the, the corner. Cellar. Oh, my God. That yeah. little loop. Yeah, you can run that. It's pretty good now with the stand yeah. and the Eastville and this the This is cellar. very New York-centric conversation. Yeah, about. let's talk about the Midwest. Let's talk about, it's like <laughs> if there was like eight clubs in Minneapolis that were five <laughs> within a mile of each other. But yeah, 11, I find like, I, like when I do like four or five, like I, got, I think, oh, this is a great chance to work on stuff. But I get right. so worried about... Uh, repeating a joke like within the same set because i'm so dizzy that i end up yeah. like locking in one set and doing it the whole i do that too but i but like i like that that honing aspect of it by yeah. the end it start it's the same set but by the end of the night it's definitely changed some you know like i've expanded a little bit do you record um, every set i don't record any of my sets <laughs> <laughs> it's it's changed i think i don't remember i can't verify that but it feels like it's changed so you never have you ever not really, no. I was never a guy who recorded sets. You should be like me and record and never listen to your sets. Well, I was just going to say, most of the guys I know that record all their sets, they don't. Yeah. Li- they never listen to them. I think Phil Hanley's the only guy who actually listens to his where, set. Where, where would you start? Like, if you if you recorded for a month and I know, didn't I, listen to anything, you'd have so many sets, right? And where would you start listening? I know. It's like, sometimes I label them, you know, because you can label it on the phone. You can just... Right. But even that, I get so lazy, like, oh, I don't want to push that rename button and then <laughs> put a name for it when it can just be voice memo 380 and then I'll never listen. Yeah. You're never going to listen. But anyway. sometimes what I did discover on my latest phone is that you can do a double time. So, like, what do you mean a double time? Be like, like it, it just talks real. It doubles the speed of the tape. Of and the, on playback? Yeah. So a 15 minute set would, yeah. Would you could be listen seven to it in minutes. seven and a half minutes. Yeah. So you can burn through like. <laughs> That's okay. hilarious. That, but who does it sound like? <laughs> it sounds like me. Uh, it sounds like any other high energy comic <laughs> when I double my voice. But. Uh, That's pretty funny. So you. Tom so, Cotter could slow his down then. <laughs> is he fast? He is fast. He's right? like, he's so quick. He's like, he's got a hundred lines in him. Right. Minute, he's, he know? piles them on. Yeah. Yeah. He piles them on. I remember Jordan Rubin being like, if you would just slow down, you'd have like four hours of material. And <laughs> I know. And Cotter was getting all pissed, like, but that's not what I do. Like, <laughs> you know, like I have a style kind of thing. Oh, he was serious or was he, he was seriously recommending? I don't know. Jordan was at least seemed serious enough that Cotter was responding. Just by the two names in that story, you can tell how long ago it was. I know. That is a, <laughs> that's a blast from the past. That, um, yeah, you can't tell someone who goes fast unless they're going too fast to where it's not working. You can't be yeah. like, hey, yeah, slow he, it down like, so it's not what you do. Yeah, slow it down. If you would just change your whole style, <laughs> but the, things would be better. The temptation to double the uh, the amount of material is pretty. Uh, yeah, imagine that. So you've been on the you've been on the road a lot. Uh, not a lot. I've been around. I was in uh, in Seattle or Bellevue, Washington. Were you in the downtown? Oh, you were in Bellevue. I was out in Bellevue. Yeah. What's that? But Parlor? Yeah, Parlor Live. Is that it's like... a cool club. Yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I like that gig. I've never done it. Bellevue's interesting. It's like uh, it's, it's like the little town that Microsoft built. Right. It's just like... So I bet it's really charming architecture. <laughs> <laughs> you've been around. You've traveled a bit, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I just imagine. It's I don't nice. know. It, I just there's good places to eat and yeah. shop and stuff to do instead of just sitting around. But it's it's pretty nice, actually. You get some shopping done? I did a little shopping. <laughs> did you shop till you dropped? Uh, I don't shop. I don't know why I said that. 
I shop at home online now at this point. Do you really? Yeah. I never go out and, and buy stuff yeah. anymore, really. I just... Do you have an Amazon Prime account? I do. Do you? That's yeah. worth it, huh? I'm Prime. I did the month. <laughs> you did the one month trial I did the Prime. month and I ordered like one or two things, but it does feel like, oh my God, no I order a lot postage, of stuff. no shipping. Yeah. Like I order a lot of like stuff. It's 1968. So, so <laughs> let's hear some stuff you ordered. Some stuff that What's I ordered. What's the most interesting stuff? Today? Oh, well, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't have it sorted into categories, but I can tell you uh, that today I ordered a mattress protector for my son's bed. I just built my son a bunk bed. You built him a, oh my God. Yeah, I built him this, this like, uh, this really like, kind of like big. I love that you're too bed. lazy to shop, but you build beds. <laughs> I'm busy building stuff. <laughs> I don't have time to go shop. Yeah, you can order that bed online There's as well. A bed I built. Oh my God. I'm showing, showing me a picture. a picture. This is perfect for a podcast. Yeah. This is nice. A lot of visual cues. How I old's heard. your son? He is three and a half. So you had to level all that? He's got a little ladder? He's got a little ladder and everything, yeah. And he can, like, play underneath with his train set and stuff. Oh, my God. He's 11, you said? No, no, he's three. Oh, he's three? Yeah. And does he share this room with someone? No. He's got his own room. He's got his own room, yeah. Guy probably lives better than I do. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. It's, it's a little bigger than your room. <laughs> probably, it probably is. It isn't. Oh, God. It, isn't. it is further out. It's out in the burbs. But so we got, I ordered that. I ordered, uh, I don't know, I order like vitamins and, and these protein shakes. and. Yeah, you are. You're the only like guest that. who's ever walked in with a build muscle pro. Oh, my God. <laughs> you drink that just like not even when you're working out just for. <laughs> it's just my regular it's drink. Just, I'm building muscle even when I'm sleeping. You're at God. a bar. Do you have build muscle shakes? Do you guys it's, have the build muscle? <laughs> 42 grams of protein. That's a lot of protein. That's too much, right? Well, I don't know. I'm a nutrition expert and that is. Uh, 42 is a lot. That's a lot. I'm, yeah. Oh my god. Do we, you think really, that thing full does of vitamins and stuff? You think that thing does something for you? Absolutely. That's just one. That's one step shy of steroids. That juice. <laughs> that drink right there. I don't think I could actually compete in professional sports right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is considered performance enhancing drugs. I love that you, you, you like. Hey, I'm going to do Todd's podcast. I better. I better. <laughs> better carb load. I better juice up. <laughs> I better. Get I want to be pumped. I want to carb load. So I guess. Uh, I remember walking down the street about, I don't know how many years ago, and I hear, need a ride? And uh, <laughs> holy heard. shit, it was the cash cab. <laughs> I remember that. It was like the actual <laughs> cash cab with the full camera crew and everything. That was yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was like, uh, that was on 2nd Ave? Yeah, I remember. I think it was around 18th Street. Yeah, yeah. It's I weird that we both remember there, location. yeah. yeah. I remember locations. I have like a, a story from every location. Do you really? Down at this point from the show. Ooh, <laughs> that's what this podcast needs. Have you told all these stories before? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> Get ready to hear I've stories told, you've heard on. I've told some of them sometimes. You know what? People always want me to tell the story about uh, the heckler at the cellar all those years ago. Oh, how do they know about that? I don't know. Are like, you talking about well, when, when, when you I go ahead? When I like threw the guy in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and you were hosting that show, right? Was I? Yeah, I thought oh, so. Yeah, I remember being at the show, so I or being on it. I thought I thought you went up after the way I tell it. I'm pretty sure you were hosting. You well, went up tell and you it, were man. like or maybe you were just the next comic. It was great. I, that was one of my favorite I was like, oh, thank God someone does something like that. Oh, that guy was just... A, he just, was just a relentless heckler. Relentless heckler. Nobody was doing anything. I don't know if the door guy... Usually they're good about it there, or pretty good. But the door guy wasn't there. Nobody's doing anything. And then so I I decided to bounce, <laughs> bounce yeah, the guy myself. I remember he kept interrupting. He was just a jerk. And then I, you kind of... But you manhandled him, but you didn't do... You didn't, like, physically assault him. Yeah, no, you I didn't, like, pound on him or anything. You I got him into the, the men's room and left oh, him did in you? there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. But you went up. There's all this. Everybody went absolutely nuts. And then you came in and you were like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, no, I saw you do that. Yeah, I know. I know. But you played it so well to the crowd. <laughs> oh, oh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. pretended I didn't did, see did it. Did I yeah. miss something? Did that something just happen in here? That's genius. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my, uh, I remember, that's like, a, I'll remember that forever. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Because it's like, it's just like, you don't, not that I want to see comics snap, but I feel like there was a golden age of where you'd see Although, you know, I just, I didn't watch it, but I saw that there was posted an open micer just punched oh. a, guy, a host because they, he can't force some no cursing policy. Oh, really? Yeah. So Wait, we, this isn't the guy who got hit with a bat. No, this is a different. This is a different one. This is a different guy who got physically assaulted while doing comedy. Good Lord. But this is why another comic. Right. I guess there was like a, you can't curse policy and this guy, and this guy was cursing and 
This guy, I guess, wanted to remain in good standing with the club he's working. He said, hey, you can't, you can't curse. And you somehow can't it curse. escalated into uh, him punching him in the face. On stage. Yeah, on stage, which oh, I didn't man. want to watch it because I don't like to watch punches in the face, especially if... if yeah, I don't. Do you Unless watch... A, what about, like, violence in movies and on TV? Do you not like to see that as well? Um... I, there's some things I can I can handle better than others. Like you know, if it's cartoony-ish, right. or if it's sort of shoot 'em up, I don't like. Uh, yeah, in a movie, it doesn't bother me as much as like you know one of these YouTube videos of someone on the subway beating the shit out. Well, it's really happening. The only one that I really liked, violent-wise, was I don't know if you've seen this this kid. Um, this was in Australia, I believe. This little runty kid yeah. was picking on this guy who was bigger. Right. But it was clear like he was just really taunting him and this guy the guy had his hands up in the air. The big guy? The big guy. He was just like did everything you do when you're like saying, I don't want to fight. Right, right. And the guy just comes at him some more and some more and he picks up this guy, finally picks up the guy, and he body slams this kid. Picks up the little guy. Yeah, yeah. Guy. And, <laughs> and it was just the thing where it's like he completely deserved it. And it was just right. it was I think I watched that like seventy times. <laughs> that was like watching a nature show for me. It's just right, like, Oh my yeah. god, that's so beautiful that is. But that's like yeah, the YouTube clips are like human behavior, like a, a nature sh program. You're absolutely right. I'm going to do that on stage. Dude, somebody somebody needs to do that. So how long did you do the cash cab? It was like seven years, was it? Uh, it was eight years. Ten seasons, I guess, in eight years. People love that show. People loved... I like that love, show. Love, loved that show. Wait, I, still... I, I don't like what I just phrased. I said, people love that show. I like that show. <laughs> what I mean is I, I loved it as well. I thought it was okay. <laughs> Others really seemed... Hey, yeah, that's like the worst backhanded like after show compliment. Hey, you know, people seem, seem people seem to enjoy what you did up there. But... Yeah, yeah. Or no. uh, like, that. you're pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'd rather you told me I sucked. Yeah. At least you had a strong feeling about it one way or the other. Yeah, just <laughs> leave out the pretty and you then repeat it. <laughs> I but think that's yeah. them. I think that's like their own. It's hard, their own insecurity. Like it's hard to give someone a compliment or give you that much. Yeah, I so wonder they about to, that. I mean, they have to hold back. I mean, sometimes if it's done with like, a, hey, that was pretty funny. But if sometimes it comes across as as sort of a softened funny. Yeah, like oh, yeah, you're pretty funny. So you're on the show that everyone loved. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back to cash. Yeah. 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 You, are you tired of talking about cash? Cap? No. No. That's cool. All right. I don't mind. I. You know. What? Everybody wants to talk about it generally in interviews. Yeah. And it's interesting uh, the effect that it had on stand-up for me. Like, it's, you know, you always dream about when you're starting out as a comic, right? You're like, one day maybe I'll get a show and then people will know me and I'll be a famous comedian and people will come to my shows and I'll sell out these, you know, whatever. Yeah. You never think about, like, the relationship between what you're known for and, and stand-up, like, until at least I didn't really mm -hmm. until I was in it, and then fans came, that came out came out to see the Cash Cab guy, not really knowing that Ben Bailey, the stand-up comedian, is a very different thing. Just just out of the evolution of being a club yeah, comic you're not for twenty years, you're drive not a cab on stage. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's the very practical and ridiculous misconceptions. One that I'll might have the cab with me. Two that I might actually be asking trivia questions and giving out money for real. Oh, People still oh, think I bet that I could see that happening. And then. Uh, on a, on a more subtle level, just the difference in in my behavior, like, you know, the stuff we were just talking about. All, all, there's always hecklers. There's always all, all kinds of shit to deal with in the clubs. Yeah. You, you can't just go up and just be Mr. Nice Guy all the time. There's a certain amount of substitute teacher in being a comedian. So you, you end up not taking shit and cutting people down quickly and all that. And people that know me from Cash Cab don't see me like that at yeah, all. You, they've never seen a clip of you telling some... Telling someone to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Or shoving them into a men's room. Yeah, yeah. Or even just saying fuck. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. So like as far as that that aspect of Cash Cab is the only pseudo downside. I mean, it's great because people would come out. People still do come out, mostly because of Cash Cab, I would say. Uh -huh. but, but it's tricky. It's just a tricky thing to navigate. No, to, like have an audience with expectation all of a sudden that's different from what you're what you do yeah there's been times i thought about like oh if i got a, you know an audition for some show and they're like well if i got that show and then it was a made me a draw in clubs i don't want people who like this show coming to see me right right yeah exactly. I mean, it's a different example but like if it's a shitty show like like some terrible sitcom or something where you're like right. i don't want people who think this is funny yeah they're to gonna come, come and yell your character's name right in the middle of your bits that are 
are very carefully. Did you get people like that who were just like red light challenge? Yeah, give us a video bonus question. Seriously? Oh my god! Yeah, incredible. Like before I even get to talk. Most times. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have the technology to give you a video bonus question here at this live stand-up show. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say, how am I? E- how can I even do that? Like you pull out an iPad. Yeah, here, I'll play a video for you guys on my phone. I will say, though, it's good uh, It's good that you didn't pander to them. Like, there's some mm. guys who would have set something up. Who would have been like, all right, I, we'll do a mini do a game ca- show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I could, I could see how it would be tempting. Yeah, because if I was doing that, I'd be like, I'd probably be playing venues that are way bigger and making more money and and selling stuff out. But it's it's just not at all what I want to do. <laughs> like, I know. I want to be a comedian. I, I love Cash Cab. I love what it did for me and how it changed my life. Uh, but you know, you know, from all these years in New York, you know, I'm I'm a comedian. I'm a stand. Yeah, you That's, are a good comedian. Oh, thanks, man. That's what I. That means a lot coming from a guy like you. Uh, it's, it's, it's what I'm, we live for. I'm a great comedian. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, all right, so you're one. How many levels above <laughs> me is you're giving great me a compliment? And down I just to good, kicked it in the ball. <laughs> no, it's true though because you were already around when I started. You had already started in New York and were an accepted guy, and I was a little punk trying to find my way in. You know, so to earn the respect of guys like you and and Dave and Louie and. That's that means everything to you know the guys that are like behind you that are like sophomore to your senior. Over yeah. There. So, thanks, man. You're welcome. Wow, that just killed the room. It did. It's all that it's nice really talk, in all that now. friendly talk. Let's get mean. Let's did get you? Mean for um, a second. <laughs> speaking of mean, I remember you. Oh man, I shouldn't. I mean, you were really good at those those roasts they had at. Mm. No, thanks, dude. Yeah, I did, I only did a couple of them. I did Patrice's roast. Yeah, I did that one as well. They're releasing that on a. I heard. Is well, somehow, gonna, is that going to be on or something or TV? online or something? Uh, okay, yeah, I saw Masavia the other night. Yeah, he like, told me a couple me, weeks yeah. ago. I was like, "Mo, holy shit!" I, I can't wait to see that. That's that going to be fun. A, that was. I mean, it's probably going to be sad a little bit. It'll be it'll be bittersweet. Yeah, bittersweet. But especially uh, the really mean and nasty things that I said about Patrice <laughs> at the very beginning of my set. I remember him like <laughs> Rich Voss made some horrible joke that I don't even want to repeat, but horrible, but not for a roast. Like right, it was, right. Like yeah, yeah, acceptable. But it was just remember seeing uh, Patrice just whoa. <laughs> and like man, if you just insulted per- Patrice, yeah, if you've like, offended Patrice O'Neill, you must have hit really hard. Yeah. <laughs> did you see so you did that one? You did. Did you do the Barry Katz one? No, I didn't do the Barry Katz one. I did. I only did two. I did. Uh, or no, they had one for Lewis Schaefer too, didn't they? I Probably. think I did that one. Oh, really? I did Lewis Schaefer and Patrice and Jimmy Norton. Huh. Up at Caroline's, we did one for Norton. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Things got really dark on that one. Like, yeah, was, I would imagine it was brutal. that. Yeah, I imagine that one. We got somebody made a jokes about uh, Lucian. Uh, yeah. Losing his fingers and Lucian was sitting in the crowd. Oh my god! Not with without all of his fingers <laughs> sitting there listening to a roast joke about it. That's uh, that is the thing about roast is because your partner like it's great, man, be a good sport. But then your partner like it's kind of mean. That's about, yeah, it's about as mean as it can <laughs> yeah, get. I, mean, I would, I personally wouldn't, you know. They didn't always. I'm sorry, I mean to interrupt. No, it's all right. They didn't always get so mean like that. Like the old school roasts, weren't they? Like really, the mean? Dean Martin roasts were. Yeah. They were mean for then. But I feel like the newer roasts are even more scathing, more harsh. Have you ever done a, um, one of the Comedy Central ones? Nope. Nope. I did the Chevy Chase one. Oh, really? How was that? It was good. I mean, I I, I don't know why I haven't done another one since I was Killed on slaughtered it? on No, I did pretty well, though. Yeah? You know, I that would be weird. I, I feel like writing oh, roast jokes a... about someone you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I... And you don't know him personally, I, do you? I met him after I... Was done roasting. <laughs> right. I was like, I just roasted you, and hey, I'm Todd. <laughs> but that was sorry a, about that. That crack was, about that your was a weird, a weird, uh, a weird, uncomfortable night, but kind of he, fascinating. Yeah, I'll bet, man. Because he like people hated him. There was like a book out about what an asshole he was. Yeah, I think they had, and I mean, all the old SNL guys I, all kind of, sort of came out and said they didn't like him. And I he think was they a, had a little bit of trouble getting people who knew him to do it. Ah, uh, okay. That's all I'll say about that. I've not, I've met him once. We were in a movie called Bad Meat together. Let's hear about this. And uh, <laughs> so meat. I had like a 10-minute chat with Chevy Chase uh-huh. in this warehouse that we were shooting in. And he's wearing false, like really fucked up buck teeth and a bald wig. 
<laughs> and we're standing there smoking and chatting and just talking about the movie. And, you know, he was I nice. told him I was a big fan. Yeah, he's really nice. That's cool. I go, I go, oh, wow, we can smoke in here. And he goes, I can. <laughs> and, you know, it was funny. It was right, like right. classic Chevy Chase drive. Very funny. I, I like idolized that guy growing up. You know, I thought he was like the funniest dude around. I loved Fletch and the vacation movies. Yeah, I did like, like the vacation movies. I don't and know, the I older ones like Foul Fletch. Play and Seems Like Old Times. Like, I, I love that guy. Man, you remember them all. I, I'm a movie guy. I love movies. Are you? Yeah. What have you seen lately? Uh, what did I watch? I just watched, uh, I watched Birdman. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, and it's kind of funny. Someone told me that, uh, Birdman was a biopic about Charlie Parker. <laughs> so I don't know what you know about Birdman, yeah, yeah. but it is about as far from that as it could possibly yeah, I be. So well, I have they, like they, a unique they Birdman experience. They, uh... No, whoever it was really thought that. Probably because they got confused because there's all these jazz movies that are out. They, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but was, they were like, did you see the Charlie Parker biopic Birdman yet? I'm like, he was the bird. Yeah. I don't think Michael Keaton <laughs> is going to be playing Charlie Parker. Dude, the opening scene He's a good actor, is Michael Keaton. Don't ruin it. I won't ruin it. I can't even tell you the very opening scene. I shouldn't because it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But you'll, when you see it, you'll be like, imagine you're me expecting a Charlie Parker oh, you, biopic. Oh, so you went in there thinking that. Yeah. Oh. I watched the screener, but that's what I thought it was because I try to watch movies without knowing anything about them at all. I do too, because yeah. I feel like there's no no reviews. Don't all reviews fuck it up somehow? They fuck it up. Like I don't want to know anything. Like they just there's this sort of like this sort of like arrogance about. I almost think they get off on revealing on revealing stuff plot yeah. points that you'd like to see unfold yourself. It's so annoying, man. I don't I, know what it is about that. It's I like, like watching movies then reading about them after. I don't even read after. Yeah, I, you know what I do? My girlfriend and I were both big into movies. We we watch a movie and then we talk about it for like an hour. What's the last one you watched? Well, we watched uh, Birdman and then we watched um, the Imitation Game. Oh, I watched that with my girlfriend. Oh yeah, did yeah. you guys talk about it after? I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> what I do saw... you think of Benedict Cumberbatch? I thought he was he was he's very solid. He was good. I thought he was really good. Yeah. He, no, he was good. Yeah. No, I thought the movie good. was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was, was a very well interesting movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Based on a true story. Yeah, you wonder how much is fictionalized. But I think the essence of what... Well, I know that... Um, <laughs> we are being recorded. I should be careful what I say. Well, I know for a fact, Todd. <laughs> no, but that's... I believe that that, that is where <laughs> computers were started. Now I'm, I'm revealing something I shouldn't be about uh, the movie. No, I don't think that... I don't think that. I'll say I think it's it's predominantly a true story. Yeah, it'd be funny if they found in actual in real life he wasn't smart at all. Yeah, he was gay, but not smart. <laughs> he was just it was just a gay guy. We made him smart. <laughs> we seemed changed more, everything. Seemed, yeah, it seemed it seemed like a better if he was really, smart. He just invented the etch a sketch <laughs> in reality. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, and um, I thought that was a very good. Movie. I just saw Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's great. It's one of those movies where you watch and you're like. It makes you feel like the laziest person on earth because you're oh, just wow. like the amount of work and detail in that thing is into, just, I couldn't imagine how much work that is. That went into making it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, I wrote a new joke about pizza today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and I'll spend the next eight months working it out and then maybe it's, I'll get it done at some point. It'll be the perfect pizza joke. Do you, um... What was what was what was that movie with meat in it? Big meat, bad meat, bad meat. What was that about? Uh, that was the guys who created the Onion newspaper uh -huh. making a movie, uh, and it's about the, these crazy events that take place in this little town called Butcher's Mill. That's like everybody there works for the meat packing plant. So is it like based on the Jungle, the book, the Upton Sinclair book? <laughs> I'd say very, very loosely. <laughs> I just wanted that, to show that you that I knew that that book was about the meatpacking industry. <laughs> it makes me seem very literate. I'll get new literate followers. It could happen. Did you? Um, did that movie come out? Uh, it's on DVD. You can watch it on DVD. So in there, <laughs> so no. It didn't get a theatrical release. No. no. I don't think it did. Big Meat? Bad Meat. Bad Meat. Yeah. Was Bad it? Meat. I'm in all these meat movies. What else have you been in? Uh, I'm in a short, a sci-fi short called They're Made Out of Meat. <laughs> that is funny to be in more than one. More than one movie with meat in the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like a little, like, like an eight-minute short based on a sci-fi short story of the same name. And it's on YouTube. 
and if you like YouTube it, you'll see there's there's like f- several different versions. Like several different people have made oh, the short same films short? of the same short story. Oh wow! So it's like the settings are slightly different, the actors are different, the dialogue is pretty much. The and what's same. that called again? They're made out of meat. They're made out of meat. Yeah. How many? What other uh, acting have you done? Um, I was on uh, Law and Order, SVU. I've never been on Law and Order. You've never been on Law and Order. I've auditioned. But, yeah, but I, I auditioned did. many times and only got one thing. After you know a lot of auditions for little parts, I'm going to ask my agent because I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's like Daryl's joke. Like, What's that? If you're an actor in New York, you've been on Law and Order, but he hasn't been on Law and Order. Who that's, is it? I that's think that's his bit. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Sarah Schaefer used to do this live show. I think she was the one who did it, and she had like all her guests were people who've been on Law and Order. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all like regular players or day players or what? Just, I guess, just or just anything. had any appearance, yeah. Right. I don't even think I've ever watched more than one episode of Law & Order in my life. I watched People early, love it, though. The very first one with Jerry Orbach and, uh, and was it Chris Noth? I like that one a lot. Did, yeah, remember, that was the very first one. It was cool. I thought Jerry Orbach was great. You know, it was little, yeah, his little he comedic was. quips. But I remember auditioning for Law and & Order, and you when you audition for them, you audition for everyone. Yeah, you like, go in, there's, yeah. There's like, here's the director, here's the producer, here, like, holy shit. Yeah, there's eight people in there. It's like, like, we're doing, we're cutting to the chase on this one, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's a sweated, sweated out situation. Are you good at auditions? Do you like? I don't know. I do you get like a lot I, of them? Most of the time, I've uh, do I go out on a lot of them? Yeah. Sometimes I'm good, sometimes I, sometimes I think I'm, I really nailed it, and then, you know, I don't hear anything. Sometimes I think it's over before I get there. Like this woman, I did this audition once and I had this woman just like, she was so caught up in what I, in what I was doing. I could see that, you know. And she goes, well, you gave a great audition. I'm like, I'm like, that sounds like I had no chance of getting it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, nice meeting you. Thanks. <laughs> like the butt, you're never going to do it, you know. I've booked stuff. I keep getting cut out of stuff. What do you? What have you been cut out of? I was cut out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I did a little scene. Really? Yeah, I had one scene. Where was that filmed? Uh, it was filmed in uh, a building across from Grand Central. Oh, convenient. Um, what do you call it? Yeah. <laughs> There's a restaurant, a really famous Italian place across the street there. I can't oh, remember the name of it Caprini right now. Caprini or Capri- Capri- Cipriani. Cipriani. In there. Very good. <laughs> That's what that I was, was trying good. to say. It was Cipriani. <laughs> it was in that building. And it was Megan Fox and I are the only two people in the scene. And uh, somehow I fucked it up and got cut <laughs> out of the film. I bet you didn't fuck it up. I think that they just... I. I, I feel like I did when because you, the same scene or more or less the same scene is in the movie with a different actor. Oh, but in a different location oh. where they're standing up. But so you, then I thought, well, maybe it couldn't be me because I'm so awkwardly large to have this two of us standing there. On or maybe a dock. they didn't want the same scene twice in one movie. No, I mean, I think it was a rewrite. Oh, you think you don't think that was in the original? I think they changed it to this other scene down on the docks okay. instead of the scene where she and I were like in a restaurant. I am Who trying to put why, a positive but, spin on this, but it's But it's I tend very to clear. always think that it was my fault and I fucked it up somehow, you know? Yeah. Uh, but maybe not. No. She was very nice. She, she was a Cash Cab fan. Was she? Yeah. Who is she? Who's she, she's a like you know a who model? Megan Fox is. I think don't I you? do know who Megan Fox. Is. She's like the hottest girl in the world. You yeah, know I know who she she's, is. I know she's a good-looking woman. I think that's her title though. Right now, it's hottest girl in the world. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who she is, but I feel like she's one of those people who I know who she is. But if she walked in here, right, um, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> who's, help police? No, who's, I'd be like, who's uh, this? I don't know that I could point her out in a right. She's very pretty and very talented and very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I have nothing but great things to say about Who else have you worked with? Uh, I worked with Vince Vaughn in uh-huh. a movie last summer. I was cut out of that film as well. What was that? That was called The Delivery Man. Okay. Maybe the summer before last now. And it you came were cut out, out last completely? Thanksgiving. I was cut out, yeah. And I t- same thing. I tend to think I've, I fucked it up somehow, but maybe not. I don't you know. know what I think it is? I think when they're looking to cut and they go like, oh, here's this one moment. Right. I actually had more than one moment in that oh. one, though. I had like I was in I think four or five scenes. I feel like there's but something. But the storyline that I was a part of was pretty much removed, so yeah. it's just a crapshoot. But like I fucked up, and I was really late for the table read. So Vince Vaughn and all these DreamWorks oh. executives are sitting there waiting for me. Oh man! So I kind of feel like I I fucked it up from the beginning. Why were you late? Traffic. I was coming from Jersey. It took me almost three hours to get to Midtown from Jersey. See, I would have left. 
I get the stuff so early. Dude, I should have stayed in the city. I should have just gotten a room the night before. It was at 7 a.m., the thing. 7 a.m. table? Or 7 or 7.30. Oh, yeah. Maybe I, you actually should have gotten a room. I should have gotten a room. Priceline and a little room there? Yeah. It was foolish. I should have just told them I wanted a room. But I was like, I, you know, I was very low. Another thing that happened is my my agents or, or whoever decided that they, oh, here's a great thing. Ben got this role in this movie. We'll put a thing in Variety saying that, that he's starring opposite Vince Vaughn in the film. Oh, that's... And I'm like, that. you might think you're being slick, but really you're just pissing everybody off. Everybody who's working on the movie knows that I'm not starring opposite Vince Vaughn. I'm a bit part. So yeah, I think I just, <laughs> that just got screwed up from the get-go, that whole thing, you know? It's, it's like kind of devastating. Yeah, that's weird that they would say he was starring because that's just going to blow up in your face, even if they don't cut you out and they're like, "Well, you were in it for five minutes." I don't yeah, know if well, that how do you have wasn't a, a five minute film? Was it? Yeah, it was a seven. <laughs> luckily, it's only a seven minute short film. But it's Vaughn a, was really cool and really nice and and fun. We had a great time, like a, shooting a scene where I'm chasing him around his apartment. I'm supposed to be a thug uh-huh. for the Polish mafia. So it was awesome. It was a great experience. I just, you know, I'm not in the movie, <laughs> so it was a little heartbreaking. Do you get so you don't get residuals for that? No, but I still get residuals for Spider Man Two, which I was cut out of like eighteen years ago or whenever that was made. I still get little checks for that once in a so while. So why do you get uh, checks for that? I wonder. I don't know. It's weird what you get checks for. Like I, I did, I did looping for a movie. This movie called Loser, right. this Amy Heckerling movie, and they were just like, yeah, there's a scene where these people have Canadian accents. We kind of don't want it to seem like. It was filmed in Canada. Oh, right. It doesn't make sense for the plot or whatever. Can you just randomly ad-lib some stuff? And I did it for an hour, and I, I just, like, still get checks for that. That's fantastic. It's just like, well, you just, like, made up, pretended you're having a conversation Yeah, just, I think chatting. some guy was, like, at airline security, and I think, or I don't know, he was, like, a security guard checking people's bags. Yeah, it was pretty easy. That's great, and, made, and you still get checks for that. I made $14 million last year. No, Mail, <laughs> mailbox lotto, I call it, the residuals yeah, checks. Yeah, mailbox money. Yeah. You, you just, know, you can oh, check them hey, money, look. You know. Here's two dollars and eighty three cents. Do you check them online? No, I don't take the fun out of it. That is the fun. <laughs> to every day. What do you mean? How, where do you go to check it if online? If you go to the wow, this is uh, this is showbiz. The, this is some. I would hate to hear what we're about to talk. The, about. the insider with no, they, you know, if you go to the SAG website and you right. register, there's mm. a thing called residuals tracker. Ah, and you, I am registered and all. I just never looked for that. Oh, you should. I will. It I'll is buried it deep in the uh, in the trenches of. Uh, of the SAG website. Of the SAG site? This is so inside this conversation. I know, this is Andy like, Kindler wouldn't even know what Andy we're talking Kindler, about. Like, he'd be like, what is SAG? It has broadened this up a bit. <laughs> but I've acted a bunch of stuff. I was on a show called uh, The Knights of Prosperity. What is which that? Which was originally called uh, Let's Rob Mick Jagger. It's about these guys, this team of kind of quirky characters who join together and decide they're going to start robbing where, what show people. was that on? That was on NBC like years ago. You know Don, who Donald Logue is? Yeah. He was the like the head guy, the star of the show, but there's a bunch of great people on it. Did that air? It did. It aired, but they it, it was such a great show, and they changed the name of it. Mick Jagger backed out of it, so they changed it from Let's Rob Mick Jagger to The Knights of Prosperity. Then they changed the night that it was gonna that the pilot episode was gonna air and put it put it opposite American Idol when American Idol was brand new. Right, and so I, I feel bad for all the guys that were like regular players on it. I had a you know I had a, a story arc that lasted a little bit, but like it, it could have been an awesome show. Everybody on it was great. Donald Logue was on it. Um, Lenny Venito, I don't know if you know who he is. He's been in a million things. He's a great actor. Sofia Vergara was one of the oh wow one of the the team. I was a, a security guard who worked at Mick Jagger's house. They tried to like get me to help them on the inside, you know. It was, a, it was a cool show. It should. I wish it would have. I wish Jagger would have pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess he's got other options that Mick Jagger got. <laughs> he's like, he <laughs> thought it was like people were really going to be. It was a reality show about it's, people really robbing. I thought his house. they'd really rob me. It seemed <laughs> like an interesting concept. That's I, a terrible Mick Jagger. Project. I played. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't know a terrible Mick Jagger if I heard him. As long it was, as it was kind it of was British, uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> I was on One Life to Live. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, oh my god! It was fun. It was cool. I played a, uh, I played an evil prison guard, on One Life to Live. I hung a, one of the main characters in his cell. I hung him up overnight to kill him, but he lived. 
He I survived being hung for a whole night, but he couldn't talk, so he couldn't finger me in the crime. What is it like shooting a soap opera? It's weird. Cool, That's like but a whole weird. other world. It's like, a whole like, different I, world. Like man. I accidentally watched one the other day. I was or somewhere where there was one on, like in the hotel lobby. Right. And you're like, wow, I forgot. Soap operas are still. Yeah. People watch them still, but I don't know anyone who watches them. I don't know anyone who does either. I think they're not as big as they used to they, be. I yeah, probably aren't. But I know they're not because Cash Cab was part of daytime Emmy consideration. So I went to the daytime Emmys uh -huh. like eight years in a row, and it was all soap people. A lot of soap actors there. I wonder it's, if it, it is a whole different world, man. Like, I wonder if it's fun to be a regular on a soap. Dude, I was talking to one guy, the guy who played like the uh, the puppet master from from within the prison. Uh huh. And he had played. I think he told me he had played like like fourteen different characters on the show. Oh really? He played himself, his twin brother, a ghost of each. <laughs> like, oh, so they was all him, basically. It, well, but he and then all these other characters. I don't know what the other ones were, but he was just telling me he'd been on it for twenty years and he played all these different parts. Did he seem happy? He's yeah. <laughs> I just he always wonder crazy, if really. soap stars. Yeah, like I could see that. Do they have a different? They have to learn lines quicker, or do they? There's like, a lot of lines to learn, and there it's a machine, man. Like they just, you just go, 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 like shoot and get it done. So it's quick. It's quick. Oh, you're in I and out, and soap. you like they, you know, they they do it really good. It's like a it's like a factory. That is the part of acting that always drives me crazy. Is the, the waiting? Well, the waiting, I can, you know, being a comic, we're used to waiting around, right? Um, but it it's the uh, the multiple takes where you're just you have no clue when you're going to be done. Like on stand up, yeah. you always know, like all right. I'm getting off at nine o'clock. Right, right. But this is, could be like whatever the guy wants. This could be five hours. Could be five more minutes. Have you done uh, commercials at all? I did one commercial long, long time ago. Those to me are the worst. It was a capacity. terrible experience. It's just they just go on and on and on and on. A yeah. million takes. You just do it exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, it was same. a horrifying experience. Yeah, at least the one. I'm sure there's some good experiences it, but I've had fun with them. I've done. I've like gotten some commercial campaigns in the last few years, and they're pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it can be fun. That's not what I. That's not what I'm dreaming, right. dreamt about. But you know, it's pretty cool. I dream about you doing that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> I wake up and oh, I had the best dream. Ben Bailey is a spokesman for a Sprint. Not Sprint, but DTE Energy in Michigan. Really? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I love that. Name. And Nature Valley Nut Bars. Now I'm going to ask what everyone asks you. Did they send you any? Uh, not yet. My daughter has a peanut allergy. <laughs> oh, so you can't even have them in the house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm like, you guys mind if I bring some other snacks to the shoot? <laughs> how do you uh, How do you discover that your daughter has a peanut allergy? Or is that a that's a dumb question? I guess no, it happened really. when you pulled that's out some question. peanuts. Um, that's a pretty smart question, actually. Okay. Uh, we found out I ate peanut butter and then I kissed her on the cheek when she was really little, and she got like a Betty Boop lipstick mark like right where my you know perfect red outline did it match the lipstick you were wearing it did yes <laughs> and then we wiped it off and it, it was still underneath <laughs> and I realized and oh I'm wearing like lipstick, lipstick. Okay. and I was like check my lips like what yeah. the wait a minute and I was like what was I eating and slowly put it together and found out yeah she has a, wow so you, you can get tested allergy. for that yeah yeah they have to, you have to wait till they're a certain age but you can take them in and get tested man so do you when you bring her on a plane do you have to do the whole like like no peanuts. Yeah, no peanuts on the whole plane. Row. Yeah, we just we've only been on a plane a few times. It hasn't really been an issue. Because if I'm on a plane with you and you don't let me, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, I gotta have my peanuts, man. I gotta have my peanuts. I want peanuts. The fact that no airline they don't have peanuts. I know. I was gonna anymore. say that's they're too. They're it's not too really cheap an issue. Now. They give you pretzel sticks instead. Yeah, I'm a, I'm allergic to pretzel sticks. Cool. Uh, has anyone made that joke? I wonder if anyone's made that joke before. <laughs> That's a great joke. I just burned it on the Todd Berry podcast. You can use it. I guess I can do it in my act now. I'm going to open and close with it. Do you uh do, so you don't tape your act? Do you do you, uh do you hand write your act or do you uh do you just wing it? Lately I've been uh doing something different. In the past, it's been like uh, ideas kind of come to me, and then I go and work them out on stage. And then once I feel like they're kind of evolved and honed, then I'll write them out uh -huh. just to have them. Uh, but lately, I'm doing a different thing. I'm just sort of like 
talking about a different topic. A different topic? Uh, you know, whatever the topic might be, that's what I'll choose. I'm not, I'm not like writing out bits the way I used to. Right. I think I've really, I've kind of, I think in my own, in my stand-up delivery so much that I, if I just talk, it kind, of, it's very similar to, to if I'm doing a bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't mean in conversation with you and I, but like if I just go up on stage, I'm, and I'm, I just, I'm just kind of talking more than I'm doing pre, you know, pre-planned bits. I guess, it's part of writing, I guess. It, yeah. You know. And you're doing pre-planned bits. Let's be real. No, 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 I'm not. I really am not. Do you just really wing it? You've been winging it? Not every single time. Like if, yeah. if something's good, then I'll, I'll, it'll stay. Yeah. I guess it's because I just taped a special. I was going to ask you. A few months ago. And oh. I'm just, I'm just trying to, to get new stuff. I was going to ask there, you if you have know. a special. I do. I have a new special coming out in the spring, but I'm editing it myself. So it might take a while. <laughs> Why are you editing? I mean. Just because I know how. And Oh, you do know how? Yeah. So. Where did you film it? I filmed it at Up. In Chicago. Oh, that's a good club. Yeah, yeah, I love that place. That's I went good. in there. I did their opening weekend, their grand opening a few years oh, back. Oh, really? And I was like, I want to tape a special here as soon as I walked in there. And uh, and JB at the club was yeah. like, yeah, that sounds good. And then we did, you actually did it in September. Wow. How many did you tape? I taped two. I just did one, a Saturday night, two shows. And taped who them both. Did someone pay for this or did you? Yeah, I did. I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was free. Someone. Yeah, no, yes, that someone would be. Oh, you mean someone other than yeah. me. No, so I, you're, I did it myself. So. And what are you going to do with it? I'm going to hope that someone would like to buy it. Try to sell it right. to somebody. HBO or it's weird. I was Central I, or, I did an you know. interview for this Traverse City festival that we're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. And so this woman I. mentioned she goes, yeah, we were talking about specials. She goes, yeah, Ben Bailey said it's not really practical to do the Louis route. Uh, well, she well, that's interesting because like, but I sort of verified that. I said, well, oh, did you? Well, it's different for Louis who can who knows he's going to recoup his money because he's going to sell enough. Exactly. That's, that's, that was my point. That's basically that. the same thing I said. Yeah. She was like, oh, you're going to go the Louis route. I was like, well, you know, I think what Louis did is great, and. You know, if I had, I don't know how many followers or yeah. fans he's got. If I, I said, if I had that kind of numbers, I would do, definitely do the same thing. You just put it out there and know that several hundred thousand yeah. people are going to download it. Right. I, I put mine out there and I don't know, I might have a like pretty decent result, but not that. I definitely wouldn't pay. I don't think it would pay for itself. In, a, in an hour or, you know, I wouldn't make a million dollars in a day like, so, like yeah, Louis no, did. Just, that's, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the thing. It's like, well, it's, it's, it is good that he did the $5 thing, but the only way to do that is the way I did it where I my special's on his side. So. Your special's on Louis' side. Yeah, yeah I well, saw that. That's cool, man. That's man. Good. I, I, he's done that for, uh, for a, a fair number of guys or no? Uh, just I think just me and Tig. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, that's cool. I made uh, $4 million last week. $4 million, and then the 14 in residuals yeah, from... Uh... That's, that's, a, that's $18 million. It's a lot of, it's a lot of income. <laughs> it's a lot of really a nice, healthy... So how many cameras shoot was it? Four. So you know how to edit all that? Yeah, yeah. How do you know how to do that? Uh, I just kind of taught myself years Like ago. a four-camera shoot you know how to do? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, no, I just I couldn't you even just, begin just, to just, know how to do that. It's just jumping from one to the other. And uh, to be honest with you... There's little issues that come up when a different shot, like I could see the shadow of the jib in my camera A. Uh -huh. So for me, I pick whichever shot I like the most, and I'm going to make that the focal shot, and then I'm just going to jump to the other ones. So when all the practical aspects of it are alleviated, like you can no longer see the jib shadow in the first shot, there's not that much left to do. <laughs> like yeah. you edit around any little thing that needs to be edited around, and you've kind of got... What you know is what the I mean? the jib is like the the jib's the big arm the jib oh, arm yeah, okay, that that's right that gives you those big sweeping shots across the crowd and... I've been in the business long enough I should have known that <laughs> so this was no cheap thing to make mm -mm, no not particularly cheap but all the, well I mean relative to what yeah you yeah. know the kind of deals that people have had in the past it probably was pretty cheap but it, it's professionally done it's going to look you know when's it going to be done I was I've been saying March. You should release it on my birthday, March 26th. March 26th on Todd. If Louie will put it on his thing and you guys both promote it, you're like, wait a minute, Louie. If you email me a, a link as a birthday present, <laughs> I will put it on my site. You'll tweet it out for me? I'll tweet it out. I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen with it, but it's it's going to be, if nobody buys it and, or, you know, 
uh, I'm going to just put it somewhere myself, I guess. Put it up for sale. Put it on iTunes. It'll probably be on all those different but things. But you have a good agent who could get you uh, at I least do. Netflix to look at it and all that, right? Yeah. Well, my last special was a big, big hit on Netflix over the last few years. So, oh, it was? Yeah. So I think they've actually just taken it down. But uh, it's called Road Rage and Accidental Ornithology. Really? And it is, yeah. How did I... Oh, man, I feel bad I didn't watch it. Oh, that's all right. Dude, there's so many so many comedians now and and everybody like in you know kind of in your bracket and mine and now the bracket below me everybody's got a special now yeah like all the guys that have been around all the comics that have been around all these years there's so much just with that group but i think people are really watching them on netflix i think there are a lot of people who watch people they like even people they've never heard of yeah oh yeah i think so i think i think netflix is big man it's a big so thing had, to do. What was the title of that one? What was it's that called one? Road Rage and Accidental Ornithology, and it's like... That's like a Wes Anderson movie title. The, the production company uh, wanted to call it Road Rage. Of course they did. They first, they were like, let's call it Cash Cab Comedy, and I was oh like... Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, that's when you fire them. Yeah. Let's call another producer. Yeah, let's call someone who cares a oh, little bit the, about creative just, integrity instead of just marketing fucking thoughtless they were a full-on marketing approach yeah. i was like i want to name it after what i love about it i wanted to call it the accidental ornithologist but they were like nobody will even know what that means i'm like you don't know what it means i'm like i know dope. that's the idea <laughs> people will go what is that yeah and then they'll watch it and go oh it's a stand-up comedy show you know up that has a little bit of that in there so we that's where we ended up Road Rage and Accidental Ornithology. So it had two titles? No, that's the full title, Road, Road Rage, Rage and Accidental Ornithology. Because I think it's a hilarious combination of things, too. Yeah, it is. But it's... then when it premiered on Comedy Central, they just said, Ben Bailey, Road Rage, and people... left out my whole part of it. People have been doing that with my special, which is called the Crowdwork Tour. And some people look, hey, I saw Crowdwork. It's like... But like so many people have said, like, right. like, I mean, I guess it's not something to get too mad about, but. Yeah, they are leaving out two thirds of yeah, the name that you I, chose. It's worse, I think, in your case, because like, can't leave out ornithologist when I chose to put an ornithologist. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not an extraneous word. The <laughs> shitty part is that DePaulo had a special called Road Rage right. like two years and before. Then you have to explain it to him. Yeah, that, and then I had to explain it to him, and I didn't know it. And then uh, actually, when I was doing the radio tour to promote. My special, uh -huh. I called in to one of the serious stations, and Nick was in the studio with the guy. Oh, God. Or at least on the phone. He was like, hey, Ben, what the fuck? <laughs> I got a special road rage from two years ago. You know, I was like, oh, fuck. It is the perfect name for a special. It's a good it's a good name, yeah. But I didn't know he had one, and I didn't choose it for mine. Right. And we've, like, made peace, but he still, you know, he still looks at me a little, <laughs> you motherfucker. Well, he looks everyone like that. That's true. But I like Nick. I do too. Yeah, he's got, got a new special him. coming out. Too. Really? Let's let's plug his. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I told him thanks. Now I have a name for my new special. <laughs> I should, I'm gonna name my special that as well. <laughs> let's we should all name. That'd be like the weird. That'd be like the cruelest, pointless, practical joke. Like, yeah. The, just everyone name your specials after what Nick. After Nick's. Do you um? Well, then it, they already know you. Then and it, and it did well there. They Netflix. don't tell you numbers, right? They never told me numbers, but I know that uh, from what I've heard through people who talk directly with them, it, it's done really well. And it stayed on there for years and like had great reviews and all that. So, Yeah, some of those reviews are... are uh, each, you know, every day I find a new place to find reviews that are just unbelievable. Like, like Ticketmaster, there's reviews on Ticketmaster. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Some guy gave me a bad review because he didn't like the whole show I was on. It was like a bunch of comics. Oh, really? So it was under my category, and it was like two stars. It's kind of like, I mean, he sort of was critical of me, but it's like, don't rate a whole show under one person's. Yeah. Did he go to every comics? I, I doubt it. No. After you. no, you, you know, whatever. I have somebody who I like, I must have offended them or, or really ripped them a new one in a club one night who would just go and post everything that I posted on YouTube or anywhere. They would just go and post the the most negative, horrible reviews of it. And it was the same person? It was the same person over and over. I'm like, I don't know what I did to this person, but I should, I should have killed him, clearly. It was that dude who shoved in the bathroom. Yeah, maybe it's the guy from all those years ago. Now, I remember when you shoved the guy in the bathroom. Didn't that result in a meeting? There used to be meetings at there, the Comedy <laughs> Cellar all the time. Like every three weeks, there was someone... All right, this person called the woman a cunt, so we're going to have a meeting. We're going to have a meeting about it. <laughs> a meeting about it. Amazingly, that never was the topic at a meeting because somehow, and I, and I don't know how, 
uh, Estee never found out about it. Really? Yeah. Ten years went by. She never found out about she it? She never found out about it. It was written up in Time Out New York, and she never found <laughs> out about it. <laughs> Somehow. Now I think she knows. I think we talked about it a few years ago. She's like, how did you get that past me? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was already in trouble for my temper, and somehow I got away with that one. Didn't, didn't Manny know about it? Manny knew about it, I think, yeah. I don't, you know what? I don't know if he did. I remember I had a thing there where they were like, they thought I, some guy was being a fucking asshole, and I, right. and I said something, and like after that, they were like, oh, I don't know if you should have said that. And then he got 10 times worse. And then they were like, all right, yeah, we have to throw it out here. Oh, this is funny. I'm glad we're back to this because I remembered something uh, from years and years ago, like even before that incident. Yeah. One of the first times I went to the to the Boston Comedy Club. Yeah. Uh, which is the first place I went in New York when I started here. Uh, you, I came in and you were on stage and there was this whole family – sitting across the little balcony, the raised balcony in the back. And they were all heckling and all yelling shit out and they were crazy and they weren't making sense. And you had to deal with them through your whole set. And they were, they were the singer family. And you, <laughs> I just remember it was one of the, you know, I'd probably been to, I'd probably even seen about <laughs> eight stand-up shows yeah. at that point. And I was just like, Oh my God, what is, what's going on here? And you did great with them. You like you you didn't get angry, but you you like were getting big laughs from the rest of the crowd, and your reactions to them, and they and they eventually left while you were still on. Oh, that's the best. And you were like, oh, I feel like I just talked a kidnapper out of a tower or something like that. It was like it was awesome. It was one of the first things that I remember seeing. In, did in you New York. did you film it? I did not. No, I didn't even have a cell phone. That's how long ago that was. There were no cell phones. I know. I remember those. Isn't that weird? It's hard Those to imagine. Are the days. Right? Now, yeah, the days of then it, it the phases of cell phones were no cell phones to the occasional cell phone to the people making actual calls from the front row yeah. to now people texting and facebooking yeah. in the front texting row. Texting and tweeting about what you just said. Yeah. And you're like, what like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you can wait. You can wait. No, that's, I got I caught this is caught within seconds. This is real time. Simulcast. I'm real tweet. time tweeting this right now well ben i think we gotta um wrap things up because we both have shows to do we do is there anything you want to plug um not really how awful am i i don't i don't have 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 anything to plug what you have road dates i got some road dates yeah i should plug those i'm gonna be at the traverse city uh, oh yeah we're both gonna be at the traverse city festival there that's weekend after next yeah the 13th and 14th of february Yep. So and, you uh, lovers, come on up to Traverse City. Come on up to Traverse City. I don't know why I did a Southern accent. I think it's really, it's Traverse City. Is it? I mean, everyone says Traverse City, but if oh. you look at the name, it's Traverse. Wow. And it's right on the lake, so if you're, I think you would go I there. I think you work that out on stage. You stay, yeah, you're right. I'm, my whole show is going to be about that. What else do you got? I got that, then I've got uh, St. Louis the uh-huh. week after, and then I'm uh, doing a Saturday night at the Hollywood Improv uh-huh. on the very last day of February. That's Saturday fun. I like that Hollywood 28th. improv. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna so I'm doing a, a the Saturday night thing there. Cool. What's um, your website? My <clears throat> my website is therealbenbailey.com. Okay. But there's not much there except you know connections to social media now. So Facebook is Ben Bailey Cash Cab and uh, Twitter is Real Ben Bailey. Oh my God, this is so complicated. There's so much to do. <sighs> we got into this business because we're lazy. We don't want to work that hard. But no. And, I followed you on Twitter today. It's an oversight that I had. Just today, you, I know. you weren't following me until today. I know. I feel terrible. I shouldn't have revealed that because now you're. I'm a little the, bit hurt. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. We had I'm a perfectly a good chat. Now I fucking <laughs> stab you in the heart and then say, "Hey, we got to go." I actually love Twitter now. I was very anti-Twitter in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of anti-everything, all this stuff, Facebook and Twitter, and but now I like it. It's fun, man. The re- real Ben Bally on Twitter. That's right. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Sorry, I'm looking. I know I'm looking you're actually at Twitter. At Twitter. I know. <laughs> I'm that person in the front I row. I felt bad, like I was doing an abrupt ending, and I'm like, well, he's not even looking. He's looking at his phone. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, let me it's just one of those people. Let me just. Uh, I just got to do this real quick. <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was awesome. And, and thanks, thanks, peeps. Yeah, thanks, peeps. Uh, I've never <laughs> used peeps in my life. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Feral Audio. 
This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.